Welcome to Daily Defining Moments. This is Pastor Allen, and I'm so glad you're with me. Our goal each day is to help you open your Bible and connect with Jesus. Remember, before I begin my day, God has something to say. We're reading through the New Testament portion of the one-year Bible in the New Living Translation. Today is November 8th, and our reading comes from Hebrews chapter 9. And in this chapter, the author of Hebrews is going to describe the temple. Now remember, The book of Hebrews is helping us to understand that what we have in Jesus is better than anything we've left behind. Religion, the world, Judaism, Jesus is better. Watch what he says, beginning in verse 1. That first covenant between God and Israel had regulations for worship and a place of worship here on earth. There were two rooms in that tabernacle. In the first room were a lampstand, a table, and sacred loaves of bread on the table. And this room was called the holy place. Then there was a curtain. And behind the curtain was the second room called the most holy place. And in that room were a gold incense altar and a wooden chest called the Ark of the Covenant, which was covered with gold on all sides. Inside the ark were a gold jar containing manna, Aaron's staff that sprouted leaves, and the stone tablets of the covenant. Above the ark were the cherubim of divine glory whose wings stretched out over the ark's cover, the place of atonement. But we cannot explain these things in detail now. For when these things were all in place, the priests regularly entered the first room, that is the holy place, and they performed their religious duties. But only the high priest ever entered the most holy place and only once a year. But he always offered blood for his own sins and the sins of the people that they had committed in ignorance. By these regulations, the Holy Spirit revealed that the entrance to the most holy place was not freely open as long as the tabernacle and the system it represented were still in use. Let me read that last verse again. This is verse 8. Listen. By these regulations, the Holy Spirit revealed that entrance into the most holy place where the Ark of the Covenant, where the presence of God was, was not freely open to everybody. Only the high priest went there, and he only went once a year. That's true as long as the system it represented were still in use. But guess what? That system is no longer in place. Now, let me describe the tabernacle for you and help you to understand how it is a picture. It is a living metaphor. It's an illustration of our connection with God and how Jesus has come and fulfilled it. So the tabernacle, if you think about the tabernacle as a as a large rectangle. When you walked into the tabernacle, you were in the outer court. And the first thing you would see when you walked in was the altar where they would make a sacrifice. This represents Jesus' atonement. Jesus died to make entrance access available to us. Then the next thing you would see is Levere, which is a place of washing and cleansing. And now that because of that sacrifice, we have been washed and cleansed, allowing us to enter into the holy place. Now, in the Old Testament, the Jewish system, only the priest could go into the holy place. But now because of what Jesus has done, we are a kingdom of priests. We all have access to the holy place. So inside the large rectangle, 
Now there's a smaller rectangle, and you would walk into the holy place, and on your left would be a candlestick, which represents the Holy Spirit. On your right is the showbread, which represents the Word of God, and then in front of you is the altar of incense, that represents worship. So in the holy place is this picture, the Spirit of God and the Word of God bringing us into this place of worship and surrender before the Lord, where He's transforming us. Then there'd be a veil. The veil separated the holy place from the most holy place. And you remember, in the most holy place, is the Ark of the Covenant. That's where the presence of God dwelt. Now, only the high priest could go in there, and he could only go once a year. But you remember when Jesus died on the cross, the veil that was ripped from top to bottom was the veil that separated the holy place from the most holy place. So because of what Jesus has done, the veil has been torn, and now we have unlimited access into the presence of God. So this whole, the whole temple is a picture of our relationship with God and all that he's done for us through the ministry and work of Jesus. So Jesus died. He sacrificed to give us access to wash away our sin. Then the Holy Spirit has come and we've got the word of God that leads us into a lifestyle of worship, a lifestyle of surrender. And because of what Jesus did, the veil has been torn and we can come into the presence of God. Remember, God has come to live inside of us. So we don't need a tabernacle anymore. We've become the tabernacle. We've become the temple. God lives in us. So again, he's describing this to help his audience understand we don't need the picture anymore. We have the reality. Jesus has come and made this available to all of us. It's not just for the priest and not just for the high priest, not just for a, a small group of people, but we've all become priests. We all have access into the presence of God. And this is the Christian life. It's learning to live. In the presence of God, it's learning to rest in grace because of the sacrifice of Jesus. It's learning to allow that grace to wash us and lead us into holiness. It's trusting in the person of the Holy Spirit who's filling us and producing his life and character, the fruit of the Spirit in us. It's standing on the word of God, the showbread, and allowing the word, the truth, and wisdom to change our thinking and to change our behavior and establish our identity and to heal our hearts. And God's leading us into worship where every day we are saying, God, it's all yours. It is for you. Worship is simply surrendering all that we are, all that we have to Jesus. And now we have access into the presence of God. This is also a good way to think about when you're uh, thinking about your devotional life. So in addition to listening to this podcast, when you're thinking about every day, how do I draw near to the throne of God? Well, this temple, this tabernacle is a good picture of what my devotional life should look like. Number one, I'm resting in grace. I'm not working my way into the outer court. Jesus died to give me access. 
Number two, I'm allowing the Word of God and the Spirit of God. I'm, I'm allowing God to wash me and to cleanse me. I'm receiving His cleansing, His righteousness by faith. Then I'm learning to depend on the Holy Spirit and to stand on the Word of God to bring me into a place of worship, surrender. The greatest verse on worship is Romans 12, 2. I urge you, brethren, by the mercy of God, present your body a living sacrifice, holy and acceptable to God. So we're offering God our life as an act of worship. And that's how we draw into the presence of God. And it's in His presence that He's transforming our hearts and lives. As we are with Him, we're becoming like Him. And now we can begin to do what Jesus did in our world. Isn't that good? Man, I hope that encourages you today. Let me pray for you. Father, thank you so much for this picture of all that you've accomplished for us. God, we thank you that your blood, your sacrifice has given us access. Lord, by faith, we receive your righteousness. You have washed us white as snow. We thank you for the Holy Spirit who's living in us and working in us, empowering us, transforming us. We thank you for your word, for truth, for wisdom that sets us free and empowers us in life. God, we surrender all to you. God, we want our whole life to be an act of worship in all that we do and all that we are and all that we think and every decision, every relationship. God, we want it to bless and to honor you, to be a, an offering, a sacrifice an act of worship. God, we want to live in your presence. We thank you that the veil has torn from top to bottom and given us access into your very presence that when we opened our heart and trusted in Jesus, our spirit was united with your spirit. We are one with God. Produce your life in us. Transform us, God, from the inside out. In Jesus' name, we pray. Amen. The Word of God is so good. I love that. Well, thanks for being with me again today. I hope that encourages you. Remember, before I begin my day, God has something to say. We'll see you again tomorrow.